0: Thirty years before the exodus of Egypt, in the year 2418, on the Jewish calendar, an expedition of 30,000 men from the tribe of Ephraim attempted to leave Egypt. However, they were attacked by the Pelishtim and they killed all 30,000 men besides 10 who returned back to give over the report. Almost 1,000 years later, God compels Ezekiel, Yeheskel to visit the valley where the men lay unburied. And God commands Yeheskel to prophesy to the bones, urging them to come back alive. And so Ezekiel commands them, in the name of God, They first become one body, and then a second prophecy where they are once again resurrected. This Haftarah is read during the intermediate days of Chol HaMoy Pesach. It is read on Shabbos, on the intermediate days of Pesach. And the question comes to mind, what is the connection between this Haftarah and Pesach? Number two, why is it only read sometimes? Not every year. And number three, most importantly, what is the lesson to all of us? To understand this, on the level of pshat, what is the reason that we read this of Torah on Passover? What's the connection between this and Passover? So Rashi in the Tractate of Megillah, page 31, side A, says that Afraim left Egypt years before the actual Exodus. In other words, Ephraim calculated the Exodus like the other Jews. They knew there was a promise from God to Abraham that his children would leave the land of Egypt. And so they calculated this time, and they came to the conclusion that now is the time to go. And if we're supposed to go, God will protect us. And therefore they left. The problem was, as we'll soon see, they did not follow the leader. They did not follow their Ebreu. They didn't follow Moshe Rabbeinu, they did it on their own. But being that they left because of the exodus, it's associated with the exodus, it is read during the holiday of the exodus. And perhaps we can say that the Torah is coming to fix what was lost. In other words, these guys never made it out. They they left Egypt, but they were killed right there and then. And the Torah is hinting to us that Passover is a time when every single Jew will be redeemed. Even those four-fifths that died the very first year when the Jewish people left the land of Egypt. As we know, during the, the plague of Choshech, V'chamushim alu v'nei Israel, only one-fifth of the Jews came up from Egypt because four-fifths died during the plague of darkness. Those that did not believe They didn't believe in the redemption, the punishment was that they died. But when Mashiach comes, every single Jewish soul will be redeemed. And therefore, the Haftorah is hinting to us that ultimately, just like these were resurrected and brought back, so too every single Jew will be brought back with the Geula, with the redemption. And by the way, it's not only for Jews. A Noachite, someone who is not Jewish who believes in God, and believes in Geula, believes in redemption, will also be redeemed with the coming of Mashiach. Number two, the Torah says, it's also brought down in the Code of Jewish Law of the Alter Rebbe, in chapter 490, that historically, in the future, there's going to be two major steps towards the redemption. Number one is, there's going to be a big war in the world, Gogomogoik, which we could say already happened during World War II, or any war, is really associated with Gogomogoik. It doesn't have to be that the entire world is swept into the actual war. It could be with Bechesedu I mean, it could be with kindness and mercy. But the fact that when we see armies fighting with each other, says the Medrash: this is a simon. This is a sign that Mashiach is near. We should look out for the Mashiach. So, the midrash says that the war of Mogoi will take place in the month of Tishrei, which is the month of Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkis. And that's why, during that time, we read the Haftorah of Magog. <clears throat> However, the actual resurrection of the dead, Tahiya HaMesim, will take place during the month of Nisan, the month of Passover. And to remind us, and to encourage us, and to inspire us to this amazing date, we read the haftira dealing with the resurrection of the dead during the holiday of Passover. So this is the Pshat of why it's read during this time of year. What's the Dem is what's the hint? The hint is a very simple hint, as we see here in verse number twelve. Why does God say? <speaking in Hebrew> Therefore, prophesy, says the mighty almighty God, and say to them, Hashem Ani What does God say? Thus says my Lord elikim Behold, I open your graves, and I raise you from your graves. And I shall bring you to the land of Israel. So here is a clear indication of the Remez, the hint for the future, that there will be the Chiasa Mason, that every single Jew, call Yisrael, every Jew, and again, every Noahide who believes in God and does kindness to the world, will be resurrected when Mashiach comes. So this is the Remez, the hint of this Haftorah. What is the Drush? What is the homiletics? the Gemara Sanhedrin, page 92, side 2, the Gemara has a question there. Is this story of Ezekiel MS, is it true? Or is it only a mushal? Is it only a parable? And the Gemara says it's both. It's true and it's a parable. In other words, it's true that it happened. But this story is more than truth. This story is a lesson in life. How we have to live our life every single day. The Gemara goes on to say that Rabbi Eliezer, the son of Rabbi Yossi, says, I will prove to you that this story happened. Number one, that these people in the Valley of Bones were resurrected. Number two, they got married. Number three, they had children. And... Rabbi Yehuda ben Bethsaida said... That these tefillin were given to me by my grandfather who got it from his grandfather. And I was a descendant from those people. So the Gemara gives black and white proof of a descendant that came from these 30,000 men of Ephraim that were resurrected through Ezekiel. But the lesson in life is, which is the mushal, the parable, is that They miscalculated. The sons and the tribe of Ephraim did things on their own. Every Jew is supposed to learn Torah and every Jew is supposed to be smart and calculate and and learn and live life according to the ways of Torah. But at the end of the day, we cannot make major decisions before we speak to a mentor, before we speak to a rav, before we speak to a mashpia, someone who's older and more knowledgeable. We can't take major, major decisions into our own hands. And that's why throughout history, all the years. There was a concept of, of leaders, of Moshe Rabbeinu and the Moses of every generation. What was the antidote? What was the antidote to this sin that Yecheskel Ben-Buzi came and resurrected them? It was Yhesko, Because the word Ben-Buzi, he was the son of Buzi, means embarrassed one. Embarrassed one means one that is humble. They feel insignificant. The problem with the children of Ephraim were that they were arrogant. So the antidote for arrogance is humility. So learning a lot of Torah, giving a lot of charity, doing good deeds is very, very important. But we have to be careful that this doesn't bring a person to a state of arrogance and to a place where they don't respect or acknowledge other other powers and other authority. So this is the drush. What is the level of soyd, the level of the esoteric? The medri says that, Almighty God says, When it came to Adam and Eve, I blew into them a soul. And because I blew into them a soul, therefore they died. However, in the future, I will no longer blow into them a soul, but rather, when a sati ruchi, I will give them my spirit. And then they will live forever. And this is the verse here in Ezekiel where God says, verse number 14, I will give you from my spirit and then you will live. What's the difference? So the Rebbe explains Mm that when you blow, you're blowing against the recipient. You're forcing yourself into that place the soul is being forced into the body. The body is physical, the soul is spiritual, and therefore every day, God is constantly blowing that soul, forcing the soul into the body. When you force something, ultimately it's going to break. However, when Mashiach will come, through the fact that we do tshuva, and we refine ourselves throughout the days of Golos and doing more mitzvahs, no longer will God have to force the soul into us. Rather, if an I will give it to you, because you don't want it. And furthermore, it's going to come from a Ruhi, my spirit. A spirit that is the essence of God, beyond all the levels and permutations of God's name. So this is the Seud. What does Chassidus say? As we said earlier, this story is not only a true story, but it's also a mushal. It has a tremendous parable, a tremendous lesson. And that is, Many of us think, who are we to be a teacher? Who are we to inspire our neighbor? How do we have a right to even insinuate that maybe you want to come to a Pesach Seder, maybe you want to light Shabbos candles, a Paramezuzah? We ourselves are so imperfect. How do we have a right to ask of others to do another mitzvah? It comes along, the Avteirah, and gives us tremendous inspiration. When did this Haftarah take place? Number one, it took place during the time of exile. When the entire Jewish people as a whole were on a low, spiritual low. Number two, it takes place in a bicka, in a valley. In a lower place. And in this valley, it was a place of full of bones. Bones mean dried bones. that have no life to it, no excitement. And in this dark, cold place, God tells Ezekiel, I want you to go and talk to those dry bones. And he calls them ben Ezekiel is known as the word ben Son of man. What does that mean? He says, you're a mensch. You're, You're a human. If you have any human qualities, you would have sensitivity to see another person who's so dry and so far and so distant that you should want to bring him back. And you may say, well, I'm not a man. If you're not a man. Fine. If you're Ben Adam. At least, you come from men. You come from humans. You come from humankind. If that is the case, you should have this sensitivity for another human being, for another person. And what should you do? Say the word of God. Tell them the word of God. But they don't know Hebrew. They're the dried bones. It doesn't matter. You talk to those dried bones. And you're going to see he'll begin to come back to life. And this is the lesson for all of us. Not to be intimidated even if we think we we feel in a state of imperfection, a state of embarrassment. You are Ben Adam. You come from humankind. You have a mission in this world. You have an obligation as a human being to go and inspire another person. And through this we will see the resurrection. The spiritual resurrection. Of, of every person, that they will once again reconnect to God, and not only be forced through God's breath, but through God's Spirit. And the ultimate blessing, the Kami of Mashiach, as it says in the Gemara, that in the month of Nisan, we were redeemed for the first time. in Nisan, as so too we will be redeemed the future time, with the Kami of Mashiach, from Heira, Amen.